exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. Uh, you have the, the gator scale skin from your nose down to the you know, Do you your think chin. it's syphilis? Uh, it may be. It may be. Uh, I actually got checked for syphilis once when... Uh, <laughs> no, this is funny. Because I had a, a throat issue before. And, a deep throat uh, issue? It was a deep throat issue, and I had I had pus and all this stuff all over my throat, and my doctor was like, well, it's either mono or syphilis. Oh, I'm like, come on, mono. <laughs> so uh, one, one hell of a sickness. It's been I bad. I love that that's the ultimatum he gave you. Uh, could be the cold or, or the syphilis. The clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Makes so, sense. Yeah, syphilis so, is treatable. Yeah, it's pretty treatable, but uh, mo- it ended up being mono, which is not Especially a lot of fun. Especially treatable by the metric system. Uh, indeed, because you're giving out uh, <laughs> grams and so forth. I don't sure. know. Sure, all right. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first four minutes. Let's yeah, move on. Let's, uh, let's go. Uh, so anyway. There's so much to talk about this week, Brock. There is. The entertainment industry was rife with just terrible and awesome news this week. I'm, I'm positively like urinating yeah there, there's terribly awesome yeah there's the things we're going to be talking about uh include but are not limited to um movies obviously the msu uh wisconsin game and the debacle that espn tried to start the day after uh britney spears going absolutely nuts uh anna nicole smith the uh verdict is out today as to where she will be buried we'll talk about that xm and serious merge which i called years ago and everybody Always put me down. No, dude, they're never going to merge. Well, look, it happened this week. Uh, And also, obviously, the Oscars, the Academy Awards, this Sunday on ABC. So, uh, lots to talk about. People Magazine must just be... Working overtime. Oh, oh, there it is now. There it's it an is. Old no, issue. That's an old Five one. Five extended issues. Just <laughs> yeah. <this> Hardcover. <laughs> yeah. So very briefly, um, the uh, last weekend, one of my best friends from I've known the guy for twenty years. He's getting uh, obviously getting married in uh, August. So he had an engagement party. Which this is uh, this is the first engagement party I've ever been to. Um, he shall remain nameless uh, for fear of the people. So this is not a bachelor's party. This is this a- is an engagement party. I- a cocktail party. For I didn't game. even know you had those unless you were like the Manhattan elite. See, okay, well, that's here. There's more to this. Okay. Um, so this was in Detroit, the Detroit metro area, as a matter of fact, and um, uh, this was with a guy. You know, it's one of those situations where I grew up with the guy and uh, we were best friends for 20 years, and now I haven't seen, I haven't hung out with him in probably three or four years. Um, that's what happens when you get old, by the way. So we show up uh, to this. Uh, I took my old lady, obviously, because if I was going to get tanked, she's a sober one. Uh, so she gets to drive home. <laughs> uh, we showed up at this party, and uh, as soon as we walked in the door, we were hit with an itinerary of the engagement party. Oh, nice. A piece of paper of what, what was going to happen. Games included. An itinerary. Uh, we wow. also got uh, name badges to put on. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> name badges. Did they have your title? Uh, Do you like when you go to a convention? Uh, no, no, I didn't have the title. <laughs> yeah, Brock. Hi, I'm a grad no, no, student. No, I, if you're gonna have an engagement party, which for the record I think is wrong, but if you're gonna have one, I like the idea of name tags. It takes a little bit of the the edge off. I know because I've been to a lot of bachelor parties and and receptions lately, um, due to various friends selling their souls to their wives. Yeah, and. It would just make it easier because sometimes you walk up to somebody and you know you kind of know them. Maybe you see them at a party or, you know, a baseball game that everybody went to together or something. And you, you just don't quite know their name and you just don't know how to break the ice. So 
Itinerary, no. Name tags, a big yes. We've got uh, two married uh, married men here in the studio with us, obviously. In, Not uh, Dr. Kilometer. In, uh, in Mr. Kilometer is a free in Mr. Spirit. Pat, yeah, and uh, Jeremy, you guys didn't have engagement parties. No, no engagement party, though my wife was probably partying at the time. Yeah, good times. Well, the <laughs> thing was, I, was, I, I wasn't... Granted, this kid, I was, I'm a groomsman, uh, so I'm standing up with him in the wedding. Um, but I'm like, okay, first of all, I got invited to the engagement party, the wedding shower, and then the wedding. Do I have to buy gifts for all three of those things? I don't think a gift is required at an engagement party. Well, um, people brought them. Really? And I, we, I looked at the old lady and... Uh, uh, Do we have etiquette on the internet? We could probably find Let's it. look for etiquette because we were like... Uh, uh, we don't have. I here's uh yeah, it's the same with um of course being of the male persuasion. I don't go to to baby showers, but uh, I have had family members and friends who have had multiple baby showers. Where I always thought the etiquette was you have it for your first one. Yeah, it's you can't have Christmas and Hanukkah. Right, sure you can. If, yeah, I guess you can. If your mom's Christian, your dad's a Jew, you can have both. Actually, aren't you supposed to then be? Jewish, if your mom is Jewish, doesn't follow oh. the maternal line. Four three two three eighty nine three to add your input, and of course the new AOL Instant Messenger screen name Impact Happy Hour. It is all one word. Get a get a hold of us this way. Um, the engagement party ended up being. Uh, it was interesting because I knew obviously the the groom to be the uh, parents of the groom to be his brothers, and then uh, one of the other groomsmen is another guy I went to high school with, whom I haven't seen in like ten years. Um, so it was it was fun catching up. But um, one of the highlights of the evening was apparently the bride to be uh, the bride to be's mother is a party planner. So it kind of began to explain a little bit. I think we have some answers via the internet. Jeremy. The internet tells me under a page, engagement party etiquette. First off, <laughs> it's a dying tradition that most people Thank just God. put, you know, announcements Good. Do in the not newspaper. resuscitate. It's dying for a reason. Or save the date card, something like that, which, you know, both we uh-huh. failed to do too. But anyway, uh, should guests bring guests? should guests bring gifts to an engagement party, most guests should not bring a gift. Okay. Here's my- However many do. Here's my question. If the tradition dies, is Howard K. Stern the father? <laughs> oh, zing, zing. <laughs> zing. One of, the, one of the most interesting aspects of the night was there was the, obviously the obligatory toast to the couple, which was nice. But then the, um, the mother got out a Petoskey stone, and she, she was rubbing the stone with her thumb and said that everybody, we had to pass the stone around the room and say one word that came to your, that came to your head, to for the couple to think about and you know so invoked the power of the up yeah yeah apparently <laughs> so uh it, it was getting passed around and people were using words like jesus um oh. and uh love oh. and laughter um, i had two words that i wanted to use uh the word i actually ended up using was beer uh, but I really wanted to use the word astroglide, but I don't think it would have gone over well with the the bride's parents. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking of all the words you can't say on the radio. That I'm sure Brock like, was. Really uh, I was just thinking, I was, but um, that was an interesting part. But it, it turned out well, and I'm not trying to put put the party down. It was just uh, it was not a very not it was not a situation that I would see myself in usually. It's a very chick kind of thing. Yeah, however, it, it sounds like it's a very efficient way of spreading <laughs> disease. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I got a bunch of people sick with my uh, Petoskey Stone of Death. Uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, that was the uh, the engagement party, and um, I don't think that's the first one I've ever been to, and hopefully the last. That's the only one I've ever heard of in my immediate circle of friends or family. So congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate it. And by the way, when you invite somebody, this is uh, pet peeve. When you invite somebody formally with like a card, and you have an address on something. Uh, but you fail to mention the fact that you live in a condo or an apartment and just have the number, like you just have the one, three, three, four, four, five without the number or explanation of the fact that that's a condo off the side of the road. (laughs) I was driving down 12 mile trying to find this damn number and it was like skipping all over the place. And so for future reference, if you're going to formally invite somebody, please do it that way. Uh, I also went out on Sunday and saw Pan's Labyrinth. We're going to talk about that. A oh, yes, fantastic we will. Oh, movie. mind-blowingly good. Yeah, uh, unbelievably good. Um, another movie that I saw that we're going to talk about uh, and get this in your head, and for those of you uh, listening involved, you can also pipe in. Uh, we, The old lady and I watched Train Spotting uh, this weekend, and I had forgotten of how good of a movie that Masterful. is. Masterful. You and McGregor is so good in that, and all the other characters, Sick Boy. and Oh, yes. Oh. Great drug Man. movie, and I was thinking of all the other great drug movies, Traffic, Blow, Requiem, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. I watched Blow last week. It's a great Funny movie. Funny that you bring that up. It yeah. is a great movie, and... Um... Paul Rubens, Mr. Pee Wee Herman, yes. is outstanding in that movie. Yeah, isn't he like a, he's like a hairdresser or something, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. I think, is... I think Blow is one of the w- more weaker ones for really? drug movies, yeah. I'd take um, I'd take Scarface over Blow any day. Scarface, another fantastic drug movie. I didn't even think about that, yeah. considering it's all around Blow. Uh, I'm, for those of you who want to add to this list, uh, 432-389-3. favorite Fellas. drug movies? Or uh, Impact Happy Hour, all one word. That is our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. Mean Girls? <laughs> mean Girls, obviously another great drug movie. Uh, no. So uh, think about that. We're going to talk about that when we get back to movies. Uh, the MSU uh, University of Wisconsin basketball game on Tuesday, obviously a huge deal for a number of reasons, yep. uh, mainly because it secured our place in the NCAA tournament. Uh, allegedly. Somewhat. I think we still have to win one more. Um, there's no way we're going to win at Wisconsin. I, I, I don't know. My fear, don't say that. My know? fear is, though, my fear is that in classic Spartan fashion, we're going to win a huge game against a top-ranked opponent. And That's then we're just gonna football, go, dude. We're going to go to Michigan, go to Chrysler Arena, and uh, I'm going to have to slip my wrist because uh, Brent Petway will have a win. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen in basketball. What uh, MSU has won, what, the last 16 of 17 against U of M? Seriously? Yeah. It's, it's really that much. No, I, yeah, I know. I, I remember I, the, the only loss that I can remember since literally since I've been a Spartan fan is – it was at Michigan in I think like 2004 when we lost like at the last the last second. You have it was in the winter. Pay the players more. Well, too soon. Yeah. Uh, no. Wow. Uh, by the way, uh, our our hookup from Japan, uh, Gomyo. Oh, Gomyo, uh, what's he, up, dude? He piped up that uh, in Japan the wedding parties are out of hand. They don't tend to have one big party where everyone from each side meets each other they have a party for each group for example the groom's co-workers the bride's classmates or whatever the bride and groom make numerous appearances with costume changes from western style white dress stuff to japanese traditional and kimonos to casual the wedding dress rental in japan costs more than it does to buy one in the u.s so that should give you an idea of the price of a wedding over here. Well, thanks for piping in. You are remarkably informative. I enjoy having. And by you the way, he's hearing side. he's hearing this in the past. 
by the way. I, it still blows my mind <laughs> that we have someone listening in Japan, and he's texting me on Friday, and I'm reading it back on Thursday. And they, was, they have better cell phones and, get this, DeLoreans. He, uh, DeLoreans are he fantastic. Uh, no, Gomeo <laughs> was emailing me earlier this week and is talking about uh, he's going to hook us up with some information because Lord knows it always takes 10 years for everything that's cool in Japan to get over here. Not if you read Gizmodo or Engadget. Uh, well, we want to get laid once more in the rest of our lives. <laughs> so uh, chances are we're going to read those. But uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> we all but, read it. Everybody sitting here reads Gizmodo and and Gadget. I, uh, I do not. Uh, but Gomeo is going to hook us up with uh, with the Hisian What's going down? He said the uh, video cell phones big deal in uh, Japan right now. So uh, he also says for a Japanese drug movie, check out uh, Brother directed by uh, Beat Takashi. Brother, I we guess is Sean the name Parker, of the movie. Just yeah. called Brother. Yeah. Well, let's let's put that in our memory banks. Well, word booty, Gomeo. Keep uh, keep on uh, keeping on. So, uh, two more movies. Uh, Spun with Jason Schwartzman. Oh, Spun is excellent. Yeah. What John uh, Leguizamo uh, mm. is in that too, right? Yeah. Mickey uh, Rourke. I was. Six I didn't know. Sevens. I didn't know Leguizamo was in Spun, although Schwartzman is brilliant in it. He's really really good. That movie borrows a lot from Requiem, though. I'm trying to remember when that, when did that oh, come out. Oh, I forgot about Requiem. Spawn came out in what? I think it was like uh, maybe maybe oh four, maybe oh three. Really? The internet will tell us. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was oh four oh three. Internet for told Spun. me about Brother. It came out in two thousand. It's about a Japanese gangster who's exiled to the United States, settles in L.A. where wow. his younger half brother lives, and they Andy try Koval. to take over the local drug trade. Wow, that sounds good. By yeah. the, by the way, uh, Omar Epps is in it. The uh, our our other friend uh, Big Dumb Pole, uh, the uh, John uh, John Leguizamo is the dope dealer Spider in the movie Spun, and he said it came out in two thousand two. So two? the power of the internet. Good job, good job, uh, viewers. You, everyone else listeners. can uh, <laughs> viewers. Way to go, Doctor Kilometer. Uh, everybody else can uh, add their input. Brittany Murphy's in it. Uh, Impact Happy Hour. It's all one word. AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, City of God is also suggested that the I'm Brazilian kidding. Scarface is what uh, oh, our other... Uh, our good friend Skip was all on top of that movie. He he told me it's a must-see for moviegoers. Okay. We're going to have to Netflix it up. Oh, Netflix. Anyway, talking about the MSU uh, University of Wisconsin game. Um, obviously, it was a big deal. We beat uh, a number one or number two ranked team, depending on the poll you're looking at. It was the first time Spartans have ever done it at home. So, uh, obviously, I expected the crowd to run out. For after the year we've had, needing a signature win, and this being yep, it, yep. everybody, I knew we were going to rush the floor. The next morning uh, on ESPN, they talk about they started talking about uh, the fact that Michigan State uh, University the, the students should not have uh, jumped out on the floor because uh, we are an elite program and we are above such things and we should act like we've been here before. You know that's okay. they actually okay. Well, I they think they're right about being an elite program, but it's our home field. It's you know it's our home floor, and it's not like this was a neutral court. You know, it's not like this was the NCAA tournament or the Big Ten tournament. Right. You know, and what, we have all our fans there. It's one of our signature games of the whole year. The Wisconsin rivalry. Wisconsin always seems to be a worm in our side, whether it's football or basketball. Right. So, 
you know, if, if the students, if they want to rush out on the field and do whatever they want, if they want to take a dump on the, on the floor, I don't care. Nice. Sounds good. Nice. Uh, but the thing is, though, that they were, they were saying on, in ESPN, the, the morning show that they have on, that they also broadcast on uh, television, if you watch uh, early in the morning, uh, they also talked about how the fact that other coaches were saying, you know, like Coach K from Duke, obviously saying that you should never validate another team by running out on the floor. By, meaning basically that by us running out on the floor after beating Wisconsin makes Wisconsin that much better of a team because after they're, beating them we ran out on the floor. Like the logic of it, the, yeah, I know, but the logic of do? this is just ridiculous. The fact that they will try to spin everything any way they can to try to make it into a story. Um, no one does that, Brock. I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I, I nobody spins anything. At least we weren't burning couches. That's all I care. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Although Jeremy suggested grown. I do it on, uh, on the way in here. You were, yeah. So that was on uh, ESPN, uh, and you I, I actually, the, the clips that are a podcast are still available. That's how I heard them because I was uh, looking through the uh, MSU stuff today earlier while I was sing- sitting at home trying not to be uh, sick any further. So uh, there you go. You got any more information over there, Jeremy? About? About the movies. You looked like you were about to raise your hand. Oh, no. No, I'm just inquisitive, I all guess. All right, well, let's jump into uh, the movies via Hollywood.com. Now playing a movie that Jeremy and I were going to go see on Tuesday, but I ended up backing out because um, I was too sick for the popcorn trick. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, Jeremy was very sad. He had his special gloves and everything. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Rider, obviously out and uh, number one in the box oh, office. No. $44.5 million. Not yeah. bad, yeah, actually. N- for being a movie that was supposedly going to be a, a joke, pretty much. Well, they didn't screen it for critics. You know that, right? They didn't screen it for critics, which is a telltale sign that the movie is a hot, steaming piece of junk. Really? <laughs> yeah. They and and surprisingly, you know, it did good. So, if it drops off more than fifty percent from week one to week two, then, then yeah. it'll be a bomb. Yeah. But if it if it drops off like thirty percent, then it'll it'll make money. I saw not a singing single redeeming quality in any of the trailers slash teasers I saw. And here's it's a sweet bike. Fun nerd fact: I used to read that comic book. Wow. Oh. Well, it looks like he's, it's a sweet bike, so I will go see it just for the uh, bike dorkness of it. Uh, the weekly box office top five looks a little funny. Uh, as of right now, number one, Ghost Rider. Number two, Bridge to Terabithia, which I haven't I even heard of. Reading that book. I, I read the book and great. saw the original I, movie. I think it was called The Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, okay. Once. Uh, Norbit at number three. Uh, <laughs> music and lyrics at number four, and Tyler Perry's uh, "Daddy's Little Girl" at number five, which is surprising. Oh. To ha- Tyler Perry having a a, uh, a movie in the top five. The uh, the Medea movies weren't generally that big of a deal. Uh, other movies uh, out in theaters here, there, and everywhere else. Hannibal Rising. Uh, I actually, I think, was it John Fournier that said he wanted to see that pile of junk? Uh, I can't imagine. I've heard nothing he- but terrible things. Yeah, John said he wanted to see it because he hasn't seen any of the other movies, and he figured that that would be a really good movie to start off watching the other ones. Yeah. John Fournier, if you're out there. You're dumb. You're so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Also, uh, other movies, uh, Close to Home, uh, Avenue Montaigne, 
Uh, I don't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce some of this stuff. Uh, the Last Sin Eater, The Lives of Others, Constellation, all movies that obviously won't be playing in Lansing. Uh, 432-3893, uh, Impact Happy Hour. Of course, your input, as you can tell, I am uh, ailing at the moment. Uh, so try to get past the uh, the sexy, dark, scratchy <laughs> voice, because uh, it sounds good. Uh, movies opening this week, uh, Premium Days of Glory, Reno 911 Miami, uh, and the number 23. Obviously... Uh, a couple other movies, but the only movies around here that are really going to matter, number 23, Reno 911, uh, Miami. Uh, I think everybody here is excited about Reno 911, the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. It looks, uh, the tra- I'm, the trailers look funny. I'm hoping it's, uh, it is as unscripted as the TV show is. Uh, I think it's fairly, imp- there's got to be, obviously with the props they have, it can't be as improvised as, uh, as much as the show is being that you have, you're blowing things up with helicopters and <laughs> going into a whale carcass. Uh, uh, just that one scene buys me in completely. That is so foul. Oh, the whale carcass yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Uh, the number 23 also opening this week, Jim Carrey Looks first. Yeah. yeah, it does yeah. look good. I, the, the preview or the trailer before pan's labyrinth, which I saw this week, uh, for the number 23 was a different one, which I had previously seen. Uh, and it looks pretty dark and pretty good. You know, um, I'm a big fan of these kind of quirky suspense storylines. And Jim Carrey, I think, has proven that he's a fantastic dramatic actor uh, with Eternal Sunshine. He just, the movie, I'm going to go see it for sure, 100%. Right. But he just doesn't look like he's committed to that role um, like we've seen him in the past in dramatic roles. See, this will be interesting for me. I'll definitely see it because... First of all, I'm a Jim Carrey fan, whether it's comedy or drama, whatever, you know. But um, I think it'll be interesting because it's kind of a different take on the um, the the you're a character in a book that somebody's written type thing, kind of like um, Stranger Than Fiction with Will right. Ferrell. So I'll be, which I saw and loved. Yeah, but that movie yeah. didn't do very well, did it? It didn't do great, no, no. So I'll be interested in seeing which one was kind of like pulled off better and if I like the drama aspect of it better or if I like the comedy. Because Stranger Than Fiction was definitely a comedy. and mm-hmm. Maybe it was a little bit dark, but it was definitely a comedy. And this one doesn't look like there's any funny moments in it at all. Uh, also uh, opening this week, another movie that looks absolutely terrible, Wild Hogs. Oh, no. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with what Wild Hogs is... It is the modern day city slickers, uh, but yeah. with motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And featuring the likes of uh, John Travolta, Tim Allen, uh, William H. Macy, and Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I want a fucking black guy. I want to congratulate it. Tim Allen for his first non Santa Claus role since 1994. <laughs> no, he was in. Uh, no, he was in Zoom. And uh, Galaxy Quest. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so congratulations. Uh, <laughs> he got an award for that. You? Ray Liotta is also in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. By the way. Oh, and also uh, John C. McGinley from Scrubs actually plays a part oh, in it, which that. is too bad that that's what he chooses to do outside of Scrubs. Uh, yeah. So, um, oh God, maybe it's revolutionary. Maybe maybe we're jumping. To yeah, maybe it's here. really really maybe. good. You know, actually, because that there was a movie that came out with Robin Williams, um, RV. 
Remember, remember the movie RV yes. that came out? Yeah. Me that and oh, absolutely! I thought it was going to be terrible, but it, it was good. I actually watched it, and it was entertaining. Wow! Uh, I was really entertained by my it. mother-in-law uh, lent that movie to my wife and I sometime in I would say September, and it still sits on our entertainment center unwatched. Wow. I was seriously, I was very much surprised. It's not often that I get surprised because. I'm so plugged into the Hollywood movie buzz <laughs> circuit that oh I know God. when a movie is going to stink and when it's not going to stink. And uh, this one just totally blindsided me. Wow. I was entertained. Uh, by the way, the world-famous Hollywood.com synopsis of Wild Hogs, a comedy adventure about a group of middle-aged friends who decide to rev up their routine. Notice the word rev. Rev, yeah. uh, rev up their routine suburban lives with a freewheeling motorcycle trip. Taking a long, dreamed-of breather from their stressful jobs and family responsibilities, they can't wait to feel the freedom of the open road. However, when the mismatched foursome, and they say that uh, mismatched foursome because um, they obviously... Because there's a black guy. And there's a gay guy, which is John Travolta. Uh, so who have grown far oh, yeah. more used to the couch than the saddle, set out on their web, blah, 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 blah. So it's City Slickers, but with motorcycles um, and Martin Lawrence. And um, has Martin Lawrence even been in anything lately? Uh, yeah. Rehab? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Um, Zing. I have no idea, dude. Uh, I, I don't either. All I can think of is Gina. Yeah. Oh, God. I, uh, I like the fact that the trailers for this movie, um, one of the biggest part is the fact that, um, William H. Macy, uh, makes fun of the fact that the only jokes he knows are racist and, uh. Yeah, way to go, Disney. Uh, this is going to be a great movie. You so. know, didn't the Food Network do a similar premise uh, for a TV show this summer called yeah. Feasting on Asphalt? Yes, they did. And with what's his name, the crazy guy with Alan glasses. Brown. Yo, it was really good. Yeah, I watched it, actually. That guy's insane. Uh, he scares me. Uh, plus, he's not the hot Italian chick. So, uh, yeah, those are movies Just coming Giada soon. Listening. Oh, I know what's coming out tomorrow. The Astronaut Farmer. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> that. Bob. I forgot that steaming pile, too. I apologize. Is that uh, with Tracy Morgan? No. No. <laughs> What, uh, Remember Astronaut Jones? Yes, I. Oh, I wish that was like a, a movie and a series and a mini series and yeah. a cartoon and and they had an engagement party. Yeah, obviously the that. amount of fanfare the astronaut farmer has. Uh, <laughs> fr- I haven't seen a single advertisement for this movie. I've seen a couple the in the past couple days. Uh, RottenTomatoes.com says it's seventy three percent fresh. So if that says anything for you, I don't know what the hell that means. All of the cast members today were on various daytime Bruce talk Willis shows. is in this movie. Yes, he is. Uh, as is, uh, obviously, Bo- uh, Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. Uh, Virginia Madsen. Watching the Madsen. trailer right now. He's in a spacesuit, and they look like the cool spacesuits from like the 60s, nice. all in silver. And, and there's and a really catchy uh, 9-11 joke thrown into the trailer that I saw, too. See, uh, Bruce Willis is Wait, what? 9-11 joke? What? Yeah. Yeah, they they show a scene of him being interrogated by some um, governmental body, and they say they question that he's making a weapon of mass destruction with this rocket he's building. He said, "No, if I was making WMDs, you wouldn't find them." So, oh, how's that for writing? Snappy, wow, snap. snappy, snap. So I'm sorry, Doctor Kilometer, we cut you off. Um, no matter. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously the astronaut farmer uh, also opening. Um, so I failed to mention last week how huge, uh, I, or actually I think I did, but uh, 
the movie months. <laughs> That's a great lead-in. Right, Last great week, lead-in. I failed to mention how huge. Awesome. I am high on being uh, sick, so please, uh, please do not uh, take that into account. But uh, what I was saying is, July, a huge month uh, for movies, and we'd forgotten t- to talk about the Simpsons movie being another movie coming out I'm in July. T- I'm so past that. Really? <sighs> yeah. I'm uh, past the Simpsons completely. The trailer that they this Sunday, this past Sunday, they played a all new trailer for the movie, and it still doesn't look like it's going to be any good. So, uh, I am probably one of the biggest Simpsons fans you will ever meet until season eleven, and then really, I I I can't ever admit that I'm just done with the Simpsons. The Simpsons now is is the veritable Terry Schiavo. It's like we're keeping <laughs> we're keeping it alive. Ding ding ding. Uh, we're. <laughs> <laughs> round over, go to your corners, black boxers. Brock wins this round. I must step away from the mic and go laugh. Oh come on. Uh, we're we trying... have a TKO. There the are champion people... is Brock. <laughs> there are people who are in their right mind that are trying to pull the plug, and then there's other people that want it to go on for as long as possible. Brock just made the year already. Uh, it's incredible that they can cancel a show as brilliant as Arrested Development, right. yet keep a show as Lame. sick and on as paralyzed and basically the simpsons is just in a coma yeah. and fox is keeping it alive and expecting that people will come visit it and watch it and talk to it i'm so stupid i make sure every sunday that i watch the new episode of the simpsons uh, because i've been so tricked for the past 15 years that you expect something good yeah and every time i'm like oh that episode sucked oh yep. that episode sucked thank god for family guy and yeah. uh, american dad because uh uh, even uh, King of the Hill is starting to get better than The Simpsons. And that's a sad, sad day. I didn't realize King of the Hill was still on oh, yeah. TV in new I episodes. Either. I just found that out like two weeks ago. Yeah. King of the Hill is surprisingly good. It, yeah, is. it is. Yeah. Uh, which uh, which is, is Some fine. Some flies so. under the radar, though. I don't know. I enjoy watching it every time I do, but I never make a point of watching it. Are you aware that the executive producer of King of the Hill is also the executive producer of The Office? Greg Daniels? No. I was aware yeah. of that. Thank I you. was not aware of that. I wasn't. I didn't even know that Brittany Murphy was one of the voices until I made my made it a point to watch. Yeah, Leanne. Uh, yeah, I I didn't think it was the same Brittany Murphy because I was like, why would a movie star be in a low rent show like King of the Hill? But I guess that's the way it is. Also, uh, opening next week, Black Snake Moan. We haven't really talked about much on the show, which surprises me because this is a, exactly the type of movie that us nerds like to talk about. Recently picked up a couple of <laughs> AVN awards. Uh, the synopsis, the world, yeah, the world renowned, uh, Hollywood.com synopsis, uh, is like three paragraphs long, so I'm not going to read it. Um, but basically Samuel L. Jackson, Christina Ritchie, Justin Timberlake, by the way, uh, and other names you don't know because I am not familiar with. Wow. There's a huge cast uh, for this one, and I don't see any of the names that I recognize. Brock, so, I got some good news for you. What's that? Along along these lines, along what you just mentioned, I saw a picture of Christina Ricci, and she looked hot. I told you, dude. She yeah. looks hot in this movie. Uh, I hadn't seen a picture of her in, like, probably a year or maybe a little bit more, but I don't know if she had, like, something done or, like, a facelift or I don't know what she had done, but... 
Or if she, if it's just natural and if it's just her maturing and getting older, I'm cool with that too. But she looked good. Uh, yeah, dude. She, uh, I mean, she's so, not she's not hot topic yeah. Christina Ricci anymore, which is <laughs> fine with me. And by hot topic, I mean fat chick goth. So uh, that's a good thing. But um, she looks really good in this movie. The first time I saw the trailer, I didn't even know it was her because it's she's so radically different looking. And then uh, you apparently, Doctor Kilometer and I got in an argument about the fact that. He said that her face was put into a vice or something to that extent. <laughs> I saw uh, Casino once. That must be what happened. Yeah, so uh, I said she's hot, and I'm glad to see that uh, you are finding the fault of your ways. Uh, so uh, on TV this week, obviously, uh, the Oscars. We're going to talk about that last because I'm sure Dr. Kilometer will go off on how darling everyone is in uh, every aspect of the Oscars. First, I want to talk about a couple other things. But before we do that, let's let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, so I can get something to drink to get uh, whatever this is out of the back of my throat. When you know when you're sick uh, and the snot starts turning colors, you know you're getting better. That's what I love about the whole turning color thing. Maybe it's turning colors because you're drinking a Diet Pepsi? No, it's not turning. It's opposite color, uh, more okay. of the yellow-green. So I, I'm, I'm sure our listeners appreciate that. But let's take a break. We'll be right back here uh, on Happy Hour on Impact 89FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. Uh, in true nerd fashion, we were just talking during the break about... Uh, I, I was uh, recently the recipient of a couple complimentary uh, Mac iBooks. The old iBooks, G3s. Um, and I was trying to put them together for people uh, so that they may have a, a portable computer. And I actually had to physically find uh, or try to find the old airport. Not Airport Extreme card, yeah. the old airport that was card. old, man. Uh, and I was surprised at how expensive it was to buy one. What, are they 40 bucks? I mean, uh, they were uh, a price on which we can't speak about. Right. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. But uh, they were, no, they were about three times that. So uh, mm, surprisingly, wow. that. that's, and, that's a lot. And uh, I think that's only because Apple doesn't make them anymore. But we are, uh, more chicks are t- tuning out as we uh, speak more. <laughs> we about... can actually hear the clicks of radio knobs across uh, the country. Speaking... The battery operated boyfriends just turning on. We can hear them. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, what did you just say? I didn't say anything. We were talking about radios. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> crazy broads, uh, Britney Spears. Um, oh, this is wonderful. The- <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Okay, so uh, in the past, obviously it was huge. Uh, first of all, this is not huge news, but it was breaking news on Saturday night when she shaved her head and got a tattoo. Yep. 
Really? Breaking news? It was on MSNBC and CNN. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. Britney shaves her head. Holy Christ. She's the world a, is coming to an end. She's a pop culture touchstone. Oh, what can I say? God! I hate <laughs> the media. I hate the media. And here's the thing. The woman is sick. She is sick. Oh, yeah. She is really sick. Why don't people leave her alone? I mean, I th- obviously, everybody's making fun of her. She shaved her head. She and you have the background on why she shaved I do, her head, which I, do. I was not aware of. Why don't people just let her go to rehab and leave her the hell alone? And so, I mean, I usually I'm the type of guy that makes fun of people. I'm usually, you know, uh, uh, make fun of every aspect that I can. But you know what? Someone like this is genuinely mentally ill. Yeah. They're genuinely having problems. Let them seek the help they can get. Once they get out of rehab, then you can make fun of them. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing. I'm all about making fun of people like Lindsay Lohan who do stuff like this because they're they're not like hurting anyone but Brittany is a mother of two kids exactly and she needs to be healthy i mean yeah i know she's a or the mul- kids are going to go to kevin federline well, for christ's well, sake <laughs> well i know i know that Brittany is a multimillionaire, and i'm sure she has a million nannies and and the kids can just get whatever they want even though they're like both under two but right here's the thing this is the reason this is the background of her shaving her head um it came out that Kevin Federline was going to sue for sole custody of the kids based on the fact that allegedly Britney Spears has done drugs in the past. And they got into a fight, and Kevin said, um, this is what Kevin allegedly said, he said, I will sue so that you have to submit a hair drug test into the court, and they will find out what kind of drugs you've been putting into your body. That is what precipitated Britney Spears to shave her head. So in true retard fashion, she shaves her head not realizing that, uh, A, there's other hair on your body. and B, Not on Britney's, baby. Oh, dude. Uh, that's true. Uh, and B, they can pull hair out of the follicles because all the drugs she's been doing lately would only be in the very follicles at the very end. Yeah. So, uh, but here's, you know, like you said, Lindsay Lohan, I feel fine making fun of. Um, but Brittany is a mommy. Like, yeah. uh, and it's either that or, or K-Fed. Uh, well, taking... you know what? K-Fed has kids in the past, and apparently his old girlfriend, Char Jackson, from the TV <laughs> show Moesha, <laughs> Char Jackson claims that uh, Kevin is a marvelous father. Oh, I bet. Uh, chain smoking while he changes their diapers, I'm sure. Um, kids, kids, kids get a kick out of that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's it's that's endearing. when they know they it's got endearing. a cool dad. Yeah, yeah, they the, got a cool dad. The thing is, I know a lot of people give her flack, and they love to see celebrities crash and burn like this because they have so much more than we do. But she, the fact is, her father is an alcoholic. She's an alcoholic. She's got the addictive disease, so she's going through all these issues. She's really sick. Um, she's a mommy. Um, I don't, I don't understand why people have to like have you seen the coverage of her being like beating the crap out of the car with the umbrella because the paparazzi won't leave her alone I, if I were in her case like I actually feel bad for her in that instance because I would be beating the hell out of those guys if they were around me I don't know how people can hold themselves back besides yeah. the fact that they'd get sued for uh, I that you know exactly what you're saying I celebrity only goes so far if there was if somebody offered me fame and fortune i'd say screw the fame i'll take the fortune right the the paparazzi the our obsession with celebrities i, I shouldn't say well i should say are i guess yeah. well we have a magazine but, right but there just, that's the reason behind it i could not stand to have people constantly oh. photographing me following me when i'm trying to eat a dinner i mean i i have i have complete empathy for celebrities in this case yeah um it's and especially celebrities that 
truly represent their art form. I'm not talking about MTV created celebrities because I think the fact of the matter is people from those type of shows. That's what they want. That's what they want. Yeah. Whereas somebody who's a legitimate actor or musician, you can use whatever criteria you want there. I tend to be a snob, so well, but, I wouldn't exactly say Britney's a right. I'm that's and she's got a unique situation because she is a mother, but I paparazzi are out of control. That's all there is to it. Four three two three eighty nine three. The phone number to add your input, as always, or Impact Happy Hour. It is, uh, is all one word via AOL Instant Messenger. Uh yeah. So that's. I always thought it was a weird thing with the paparazzi. It's like, number one, okay, if you're famous, you're making a ton of money, that kind of comes along with it. But then you kind of look at the other side of what what's happening to Britney Spears right now, and you think, wow, wouldn't you just want an opportunity to be left alone so you could kind of recoup and uh, get your sanity back? You know, though, this- okay, that that's one thing, and certainly that's a valid argument, and I do feel sorry for her, but there are plenty of places that celebrities can go that cost plenty of money that are secluded come on angelina jolie went to uh what what was it senegal to have her baby something like that dr kilometers bed oh she could go to um a secluded secure uh, place in hawaii or barbados or wherever there are plenty of places that celebrities can go to have privacy if they have the money. Do I lament that situation? Yes, I do. But if Brittany really wanted to be left alone, one, she could be because she has the resources to go to those places. Two, when she entered rehab, she would have stayed there. If she really wanted to be left alone and wanted to heal, if she was the one who actually wanted to heal, she wouldn't have been in and out of rehab three times in the last week. You know, I she's just a screwed up girl who was brought up as in television and being in you know singer actress and God knows you know what the family did to her and child stars. You know, was, oh, yeah, yeah. Look, Danny Bonaducci, the shining example of child stars. Oh, yeah, but man, you can't but you can't put that <laughs> you can't put that in the same league as Britney Spears. Britney Spears was a worldwide phenomenon for like probably four years from when she was. She was 17 when she first came out with Baby Hit Me One More right, Time. Right, but she was a Mouseketeer before that and doing stuff. Yeah, know. but that but doesn't not to have, the same level. That's though. not the scale but, of yeah, but having a like a it's, ten times platinum. It's record. not. It's not the scale, but you're around the same type of people. You're around the people that are in the entertainment business, and those are the people that screw with kids. Those are the people that are alcoholics, egocentric, crazy people. So whether you, how famous you are or not, just being in that environment is probably enough cause to screw. You for the rest of your life. You know what really gets me too is all this talk always about like, you know, southern southern good good southern baptist values. They get racists. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and now this whole thing's coming out. I mean, come on, Brittany, where's your family now? Lean on uh, them. They're there for you, you know? I don't know. I I, I just see this and I, I see as I get older, I, I kind of feel bad for situations. Like normally, uh, if I would have heard this five years ago, heard myself going on about Britney Spears, I would have kicked my own ass. But, uh, you know, you feel bad for people like this because they're obviously uh, not well and uh, they they deserve to kind but of But it's not like better. this came about instantly. This has been a thing. And, you know, I think if you have... I think you're right, and that if you would have decent people around you, they would notice it and they would get you some help. Man, you know. I... So speaking of not well people, Anna Nicole Smith, she's been cold for two weeks now. Thankfully, we have a medical professional besides myself in the house, so you can you can enjoy this too. 
Uh, today, obviously, the uh, verdict came back, and she is going to be buried in Nassau next to her son. I was just in Nassau like a month and a half ago. A lot of people are buried there above the, the uh, ground. I don't know why you'd want to be there uh, above below the ground. It's a dump, is what I'm saying. Uh, by the, they also released the drugs that she her prescriptions uh, that she was currently taking at the time of her death: Topamax, uh, which is routinely used for migraine headaches. Delauded is Topamax oh. and for methadone. Anything? Oh, <laughs> Delauded and methadone. So, uh, uh, Pat is a medical professional who is uh, familiar with these drugs and their chemistry, both being opiates, by the way. What about Topamax? Is that used for recreational purposes as well? I've never heard of Topamax being. I don't. I don't think it's no, a perpetuate no. or anything. Is to- it? Topamax is non-narcotic. It's not like butylbitol or anything no, like that. No. Um. I'd. I'd be lying if i said i knew what it was offhand as far as the chemical composition but delauded methadone i know yeah delauded uh essentially delauded is about one chemical structure away from being heroin and uh methadone a lot of people think methadone is like a lot of people don't understand what methadone is and methadone is an opiate it's a, a chemically produced opiate it's not right it's like funny. That like Vicodin, like Percocet, like Oxycontin, they're all opiates. Um, so you're using one opiate to take the place of another, so you don't have cravings for heroin. So a lot of people get on methadone because of their drugs of choice in the past, whether it being Vicodin, heroin, whatever. And then they're on methadone for the rest of their lives because methadone withdrawal is worse than than opiate withdrawal, like heroin withdrawal. But to be on Dilaudid and methadone, first of all, wouldn't the Dilaudid not work if you were on methadone? No, that's incorrect. Methadone isn't like the drug Anabuse, which well, is not... used for alcohol treatment. Oh, yeah. Anabuse, yeah. Um, I, I shouldn't take up too much time. It's not a medical calling show. But anyway, Manabuse makes you sick when you drink, makes you throw yeah. up because you can't break down a toxin that uh, is in alcohol. Whereas methadone, like you said, it's just replacement therapy. It's, you know, trade in A for B. Right. They should have given, what's the drug that you give, uh, it's been a while, what's the drug that you give them if they're coming in ODing? Narcan. Narcan. Yeah, lots, I remember working in the ER. I think that's a name brand, Naloxone. Yeah, a lot of people are not happy when you give them Narcan because uh, you just blew their their high. But uh, by the way, uh, Gomeo thinks uh, Howard K. Stern has something to do with both deaths to get his hands on the baby's fortune. Gomeo, I think you're right. Uh, Yeah, I think you're uh, right as well, brother. He's a lawyer and he's smart and Did you see the video he made, he purposely made of? her uh that they aired first on fox news which is surprising um but the uh they aired uh that he purposely made her during it was like eight month of her pregnancy where she was high as a kite like why else would you tape that and why, mm-hmm. why would you distribute it other than to show intent that oh she was obviously screwed up uh i don't know uh, Man, speaking of fox news i don't want to digress too much but, <laughs> but this is this is related every now and then i catch myself flipping by it's like a balanced it's Spin it's like free. a train wreck. You can't turn away from right. it. No, I know. Um, and Greta Van Susteren. Oh, dude, she's had was, a stroke like was, ten years ago. I swear to God, her face had a stroke. Yeah. First of all, and <laughs> second of all, um, she was like doing sports commentary yeah. on the courtroom. Usually, yeah. she is. I, I don't know if I want to use the word reserved, but she is at least intelligible about the legal community. Yeah. Um, whether or not you agree with her views, but she was like. In a tizzy, a tizzy, that's the word we're using wow. today, about this whole case. She was like, there's been a lot of excitement inside, and uh, the judge is being quite colorful, blah, blah, blah. It sounded like play-by-play. Wow. It was crazy. So, Good job, Greta. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, okay. I the, uh, the whole Anna Nicole Smith thing, we're, we're still waiting for talk screens, because those are, what, like six weeks or whatever, usually five. I don't know why they're taking that long. I don't think they normally 
take that long? I don't know if they're being extra careful because of the media, but I wouldn't think more. Well, what else weeks. are they going to look for besides Delauded and Methadone? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not a big puzzle. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder how she died. Hmm, <laughs> taking massive amounts of opiates will do it to you. So. Uh, there you go. Uh, other news that we need to go over. Um, by the way, did you, any of you guys ever see on Fox News? Did you ever see that one time that Man Cow got to do a show? Do you guys even know who I'm talking about? You I have no me? idea who you're talking no, about. No, I don't either. Man Cow used to have a, a morning show at, uh, based out of the Chicago radio station that I work at. And uh, he. it was really funny because the, the Chicago radio station, which I work at um, from time to time, is a very alternative uh, kind of joint and it's alternative rock station. And then he had man cow in the morning and he, uh, is one of, he's a conservative Fox news pundit. So, uh, being on an alternative rock radio station in Chicago, the, uh, it didn't go it, to me. It didn't make much sense. Uh, it never made sense to me, but, uh, he was let go like last year and he would, he would routinely do things for Fox news. So they tried to give him his own, uh, his own like a video, like almost like America's Funniest Home Videos type of thing, but it's the most ridiculous thing. They only let him do him do it once, and uh, I think he's still work, looking for work somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but speaking of radio, that was the transition XM and Sirius merged this week. After I was given a lot of crap for saying uh, that they would and that uh, terrestrial radio is going to die unless things change, well, here's the first step of the process. The, the merge is a little complicated because basically uh, they're just merging stock um, the stock values. It's a merger of equals. Yeah. They're, they're not – they're merging in the true sense. There's not a uh, takeover. Right. So – but they essentially um, – how familiar are you with it? Because I, I'm – I'm pretty familiar with it. I've read quite a bit being a subscriber. To well, from what I understand, it was thanks to Sirius and not XM that it went down because Sirius is the more profitable yes, of the right. two, uh, which does not surprise which me. It wasn't the case until they got uh, that Howard. big shock jock. Yeah, it's just what's in the last year. I I'm the only person that I know of that hates Howard Stern. I think he's a hack. I think that what he does is he works it's four days news. a week. It's old news. Uh, I can tell you that. It's like I I don't think it's very funny at all I, it's just it, the whole radio thing is just it's the same thing as that espn radio show that it was we were talking about earlier that had to do with they were trying to make something out of the msu uh win over the university of wisconsin and the kids uh jumping out on the floor and uh, ugh, radio's got so bad uh but anyway um xm and sirius merge uh well it makes sense because xm and sirius were are the basically came from the death of what was like four or six other companies mm -hmm. so uh merging happens a lot in the telecommunication industry industry and i think it's going to happen again because uh even together they're not profitable and um i, I think i think clear channel has a competitor now that they've merged as opposed to one dominating the the terrestrial radio and one and two pretty kind of competing satellite channels i think that there now there is some competition for yeah. terrestrial radio i i i tell you what um Terrestrial radio is in trouble because of the people running it, and I may I've I've gone off on a rant about this before, but you know last week my old a boss at the Chicago radio station fired. Um, he's like the third person that I that has been in charge there that since I've worked there that's been let go. Radio is so ridiculous. It's it's run by C average used car salesman retards who uh, the only reason the only people seriously the only people that are in charge of radio are salespeople. If they were former salespeople and they could get revenue then they're in charge their program director or their general sales man or their operations manager general manager well, why do you need somebody who knows music when all the music is just dictated by 
big corporations. It like doesn't. Clear it, it has nothing to do with music. It's it's the package. It's the content. And it's how it's put together. It's branding and image. Um, and it's like. <sighs> I don't know. I I, I, I agree with ninety nine point seven two percent of what you're saying, but I I think uh, Doctor Kilometer has a good point too. You can flip through, uh, like on my drive down ninety six as I'm heading eastward. Uh-huh. You can flip through channel X, Y, and Z, which eighty percent of them will be clear channel stations, and you will hear the same five songs at the same time slots. Yeah, and well, that's a big problem. And the music industry, whether or not payola is still around, there's other incentives oh, yeah, to, yeah. to to get that out there. I mean, it's they're both equally as guilty. I agree with your whole marketing thing. Um, everything I've read about the radio industry lines up with that, but the music industry is about it too. Yeah, I listened for the first time a um, couple of weeks ago to what I now think is the smartest and best radio program out there. And that's Howard's, uh, not Howard Stern. That's Alice Cooper's radio show. Oh yeah, that he does. Yeah. It is entertaining. Great. I think it's the best. I think it's the best show out there. Not only does he play great music, but he talks about music in a way that's so intelligent and so enlightening, and ties it into today's music um, mm-hmm. really well. Like when I listened, he was uh, making a comparison between the music of the '70s and Franz Ferdinand, and I was, and it was a very intelligent argument. I don't recall what it is exactly but it's not like over your head it's very accessible no, too and it very, relates yeah. yeah he's he's great and he's funny um he knows what he's talking about and definitely i think it's the best show going is right his now. station out of business in detroit who's that alice cooper uh no i thought that he was brought he's syndicated it's syndicated well now, he owned alice the station that was broadcast out of detroit didn't yeah he? I, I, I don't, don't think that's I honestly don't like know. that anymore the thing is, yeah i don't even think that station's around i I, my my big argument with all of this is, uh, and nobody ever listens. Everybody always argues with me. This I always find fascinating. Is number one, everybody argues with me on my views, but I'm the one that's been in commercial radio for like 11 years now, and everybody's like, "Oh, dude, you're so wrong." I kind of have more of an insight on how things work than a lot of you guys do. I know who's running radio. I know how it works. Here's the thing: the the biggest complaint that are the biggest arguing value is, uh, people aren't going to pay for radio. If it's out there and available, well, hey, genius, how many people do you know that don't have cable or we have broadcast television? How many people do you know that just have broadcast TV? How many people do you know that don't pay for cable? On on top of that, an even stronger argument is how many people not only pay for cable, but they also pay for TiVo. Yeah. An extra $13 or so on top of... Uh, on top of their normal cable subscription. And it, you know, your high-speed internet connection yeah. and so forth and so forth. I was trying to uh, trying to get uh, Gomio. We don't have a lot of time left. But I was asking him how uh, radio is in Japan, and I think the radio in Japan is kind of like it is in the U.K. I don't remember exactly where it's kind of a government-based uh, kind of thing. And he said it uh, mostly sucks. Talk, 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 song, talk, 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 song is how he he, uh, he puts it. Um, but I think it's kind of like the BBC. Um, I th- Where I, there's I, a surcharge on top of each thing you buy that pays for your subscription throughout the year? I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. I can't pretend like I know. But here's the thing. Radio is going to change a lot. Um, and Gomeo says the future's in podcasting, and that's partly true. The future of If radio is to have a future, it's going to be all about content and what radio stations I, put I, together. I, I respect Gomeo, but I think podcasting will always be a supplement. 
Well, he, the thing is, the supplement will that's what's going to make radios if you don't have those kind of supplements oh yeah you're not sure. going sure. to have listeners so it's just like uh value-added content using the web with tv shows it I was mean. last uh a couple months ago i was working at that radio station in chicago and we did you know you do contests on the on the air where you're giving things away and for the first time ever we i did a contest where the only people who won are people who texted in their answers huh. and, I, and i had a i had a big screen where it all came up and it was like it was insane. I remember that uh, sounds pretty neat. When I started working in radio at the edge here in town, I was taking phone calls on a re- two-inch reel-to-reel, <laughs> and if I wanted to play the phone call back on the air, I had to cut and I had to rock the reels back and forth to get them back, or I had to physically splice the tape and get the, like. I can't believe how much has changed. But the edge was also a dump uh, and uh, got uh, very little money for gear. But still, uh, I, the future is going to be a lot. Um, a lot different for radio, I think, and I think the XM Sirius merge uh, this this week says a lot about it. And um, I don't know, I you know, it's probably going to be more text or cell phone based um, mm-hmm. radio stuff. Will probably be more popular than cars. Well, look at American Idol. I mean, yeah, tons mm-hmm. of voting takes place on American Idol through text messages, and uh, you know, um, an, really an interesting point about this merger is how much it's going to affect the auto industry. Um, There's been a number of consumer reports that say people have been choosing uh, similar price uh, point vehicles based on what satellite provider each car company uses so yeah by the way gomeo asked if we listen to the uh, muggle cast by the way and i was like hells yeah <laughs> mugglenet.com baby uh we are uh <laughs> we are uh, i am a harry potter nerd. oh so is uh dr yeah, Plummer, yeah, harry potter nerds that, that stuff's good so uh uh so i'll have to check that out i, I haven't you haven't known. seen mugglenet.com yet no no oh no. it's it's good times so uh, well, I could do a whole show on talking about the future of radio or the lack thereof. Um, it is funny how much the impact, um, for those of you, believe it or not, the impact, uh, not, not only are the studios about 10 times nicer than any in commercial radio. And I can tell you that, um, they, we also have the gear and technological, adv- uh, advancements that are uh, roughly 10 times what the average radio state commercial radio station has. Thank you, big 10 public university. Yeah. So, um, the students and your student tax. Yeah. Dollars. It's, it's nicer here. Well, yeah, it's no state news, but, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's nicer here than most, uh, most commercial radio stations and, uh, the MSU is lucky to have this. So, Anyway, um, we uh, we ran out of time without talking about the Oscars, but you know what? I don't really, really care. <laughs> we can uh, talk about them next week after it happens. Yeah, well, it'll be better to talk about uh, talk about uh, who won. And, yeah, uh, I'll be prepared. And uh, hopefully John Fournier can be in here so we can talk about stupid things that he likes, like uh, the Hannibal Rising. And <laughs> we can make fun of him for that. In the meantime, stay tuned for The Basement. Kate and Amanda bringing two hours of local music uh watch out if you ever get drunk with amanda she is the queen of purple nurples and i have the bruises on my chest to prove it uh look out for that then of course coming up at 10 o'clock the hours of power puke pile uh bringing it hard to the kids uh, <laughs> that's what all the specialty shows do that's these what, days that's what we're good at here at the impact so uh stay tuned to that this has been happy hour thanks for listening it's right here on impact 89 fm